said prince Gave him the runes When worlds collide Pal to his bride Told where we stand Visible man Cellular gen How message ran I want to go Late picture show By RKO In the back row Science fiction or double feature Science fiction or double feature Tell to the hills Poisoning hills Use lots of skills Terrible thrills Tell to the hills Poisoning hills Use lots of skills Terrible thrills Said the slot girl to the asshole boy Do you see what I see? A light, a light at the Frankenstein place There's a light burns in everybody's eye In the darkness of everybody's life Jump to the left on hips, knees and tight, simply having a wonderful morning time, simply having a wonderful morning time. What do you do? I see that you have met my handyman. Brought down because he thought you were the candy man Caught with the flat, well how about that? Well babies, don't you panic I'm a sweet trans from Transylvania Transsexual from Transylvania Sword of Death, please over my head Rocky Horror Christmas Minute. And here are your hosts, Kelly and Leandra. Thank you, thank you. We're so glad you can join us on this late December evening. And we're so thrilled to be here in the home of happiness itself, beautiful Denton, USA. Yes, the happy hearts and smiling faces here in Denton have made us feel right at home. It's like we're old friends. Speaking of friends, Leandra, I have none left. Oh my god, me neither. Right? You start a podcast and suddenly everyone is very busy. I know. Do you think we're coming on too strong? Hmm, that doesn't sound like us. <laughs> okay, well, how are you approaching people? Well, I guess it usually goes like this. Do you want to hear my podcast? 
come on, it's really gay. I don't do acting anymore. I'm stuck indoors, so this is kind of like my plays. You used to be supportive, and now you're not. I wish you would tell me why. Do you want to hear my podcast? You don't have to like my podcast. Please just try. Do you want to hear my podcast? Or better yet, click to subscribe. I think some viewership is overdue. I've slowly started to get broke buying lies. Bitch, you're already broke. I put a lot of effort in each episode. Editing this shit takes time. Do you want to hear my podcast? Please. Do you want to hear my podcast? Yeah, no, I'm good. Okay, bye. You know, now that I hear it, maybe we are being a little pushy. On the other hand, if we were being overbearing, would we even think to ask if we were being overbearing? Ooh, good point. You are so smart. Yeah, and you're... Mm-hmm. Did you do something different with your, uh, your boobs? I did! Thank you so much for noticing. You... you did? Do you... style them? But you know what is no laughing matter, Leandra? Wilderness safety. Okay, I guess we're doing this now. Each year, several guests of weddings and podcasts vanish mysteriously in the woods. It's true, and it's not due to bears, alien abductions, or triffid attacks. No, in fact, there's one bloodthirsty menace to blame, and we'd like to do our part to raise awareness through song. So 
watch out. Always never forget to remember to watch out. Which kind of reminds me of another important piece of advice. Always never shake a baby. Oh, I thought it was always shake a baby. No, it's always never shake a baby. Oh, shit. That explains a lot. Did you get that from your mom? Uh, hey, did you hear about that, uh, cock docking? Cockdocking? What's that? Oh, have I got a story for you. So cockdocking is, I learned this from Oscar, you put, it's like a, it's like a little kiss between cocks and they just, what the fuck are you doing with your hands? Uh, I'm trying to demonstrate. It's, it's a, I'm very concerned. Oh, you know what? Let's just get our cocks out and we'll okay. demonstrate with that. Oh, so you're on top. It's scary stuff. Absolutely. I hope all our listeners stay safe out there. Yeah, that should help save, like, six or seven people, I guess. But that does bring me to my favorite thing about the holiday season. Aww. Being together with your loved ones? What? No. The food. Oh, right. That makes more sense. Hey! And wouldn't you know it, it's actually time for everyone's favorite culinary segment. Cooking with Columbia. Welcome back to Cooking with Columbia. I'm your host, Columbia. Today we have a very special guest. It's my very best friend, Magenta. Welcome, Maggie. Don't call me that. Oh, you... Anyway, welcome to the show. I kept asking you and asking you to be on the show, and it seemed like you always had plans. Yes, well, I realized I have a great dish to share with you, so I made it work. Aw, oh, shucks, Matt. Don't call me that. I'm just so happy that you could make it work. You know what? I can't stand any more of this sweetness. I'm coming in for a hug. Please don't. Aww. You can let go now. <laughs> Right. Okay, so let's get cooking with Columbia. So, what is this mystery recipe? It's an old friend's recipe from the galaxy of Transylvania for meatloaf. Ooh! So, I see you already have most of the ingredients here already. Some eggs, toast, spices. I do my own butchering, so I brought my own meat for the loaf. Ooh! That's a great way to know what exactly you're putting in your body. It's also thrifty. Where do you source your meat? It's always local. The less distance your meat has to go from dead to plate, the tastier it is. So what is this? Ground Chuck? I don't think his name was Chuck. (laughs) Oh, you're so silly. For those of you at home who want to try this recipe, you can go to your local butcher and ask for... Hmm... This is really a bit on the fattier side, so you probably want to go with, uh... Groin. I think you mean loin cut. Sure. Once you have sourced your meat, you put it into this big bowl, like this. Then crunch up the toast to make breadcrumbs, dump that into the bowl, put two eggs into the mix, and... Columbia! I think maybe you should get your hands dirty for once. Get in and really mix the meat with the other ingredients. Okay! While you are busy with that, I will get the ketchup. Because what is meatloaf without ketchup, am I right? It's a joke if you... Anyway. 
Is everything okay? I just found a ring in the meat. It looks like Eddie's. Ah, he was, of course, helping me with this meat. It must have slipped off a finger. But what about this slingshot? It also must have slipped off. What did you say this meat was again? It's the best meat for making a loaf. Why? Most cows don't have mom tattoos. Whoever said it was cow? Excuse me. What? You've eaten Eddie before. <laughs> oh, laugh. It's a joke. A very tasty joke. The Rocky Horror Christmas Minute is brought to you by these sponsors. This Christmas, when you're carving up your turkey, meatloaf, or steam, make sure you reach for the Black & Decker Pecker Wrecker. It slices. It dices. It circumcises. It fucks Janet Weiss's. It even Julianne's fries, whoever she is. And for a limited time only, when you order, you'll receive our commemorative Holstein Spotted Camper Mug. Why, it's perfect for serving table wine to any assholes who may drop in on your holiday meal. Whether you're carving one, two, three, or four skins off that absent friend, you can't go wrong with the Black & Decker Pecker Wrecker, as seen on Happy Homes. Guten Tag, I mean hello. I am Dr. Everett Scott. After living in America for, uh, <laughs> my, my entire life, I'm afraid I have noticed some serious deficiencies in the education system. Many bright young minds are failing their classes and falling victim to sex, drugs, and motorbikes. However, I have the solution. Upon completion of my intensive remedial refresher course, I guarantee that you will earn your high school diploma. But don't take my word for it. Just ask these satisfied customers. Before I met Dr. Scott, I couldn't even count two motorcycles. Now I can count three! I do sometimes still get it wrong, though. I should have graduated high school in 1963, but I couldn't pass my examits. I'm still not sure what an examit even is. But with Dr. Scott's help, I can even spell my fiancé's name. J-A-N-E-T. And the best part is, he's a close personal friend of ours now. Uh, no. No, I am not. Has this ever happened to you? What was the bang? It must have a blowout. Damn it. I knew I should have gotten that spare tire fixed. We've all been there. You're on your way to visit a friend unannounced on a dark and stormy night encounter a dead end, and back over a fork in the road, exploding your tire instantly. A flat tire is so humiliating that you may find yourself lying about it to everyone you meet, claiming that your car broke down so you don't have to feel like less of a man. But how can you prepare for this tragedy? Sure, you could keep your spare tire in good repair, but who has the time? Between weddings, late night trips, and a high school refresher course, you have enough on your plate. You need... The Lapsy Self-Inflating Tire. No need to lug around a cumbersome spare. This revolutionary tire will never need to be changed. As a matter of fact, 
I'm not sure how our business model is going to function in the long term, but that's neither here nor there. It's simple to use. When you get a flat, just kick twice to activate and the self-inflating tire does the rest. You can get on with your night out and you won't need to interfere with any nearby celebrations. Remember though, that's two kicks. I can't stress that enough. The Lapsy Self-Inflating Tire. Kick twice to activate. Columbia has just left a rather stressful dinner party and needs to blow off some steam. But what she doesn't know is that we replaced her favorite vibrator with a cactus. Let's see if she notices. <laughs> she does, and she loves it. Isn't it time you made the switch? Paid for by the Cactus Farmers of America. We all know how St. Nick gets his toys to every house, but how are you planning to deliver all your Christmas gifts this season? Don't risk going out in winter storms and getting stranded in the middle of nowhere. Try Eddie's Delivery Service. Each and every one of your precious parcels will be hand-delivered by the man himself. He may not be the smartest fella, especially after that mysterious operation, and he may not be the most reliable. Come to think of it, has anybody seen Eddie? Welcome back, everyone, and... What was the bang? It sounds like someone's up on the roof. Oh my goodness. You don't think it could be... Only one way to find out. Let's turn on the triple contact Santa magnet. Don't forget the optional leg lift. It's working. Someone's coming down the chimney. <laughs> no, but I do get that a lot. It's me, Santa Claus. I wonder if you could help me. You see, my sleigh broke down a few houses up the road. Do you have a phone I might use? What is this, 1975? Yeah, get a cell phone, asshole. <laughs> but seriously, anything for you, Sandy Claus. We'll have our faithful handyman called AAA or whatever. While you're waiting, would you care to join us for a song? Absolutely not. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, absolutely fair. But I do have some gifts for you right here. Ooh, I hope it's a taxidermied squirrel. I hope it's a new ascot. Cole? <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, absolutely fair. No, but seriously, I hear Rocky Horror Minute is great. I swear I'll listen to it one of these days. But I'm just so busy. Also, I don't want to. Your Uber has arrived, sir. Oh, thank God. Goodbye, girls. So long. See you, Santa. What an honor to have Santa Claus himself stop by. It was, and yet I can't help but wonder. Oh? I'm just saying, have you ever seen Uncle Barry and Santa in the same room? 
Oh, Leandra, you and your conspiracy theories. Speaking of, I have another one for you. Oh, God. I know we've discussed the theory that the Transylvanians planned for Brad and Janet to get stranded and come to the castle. Yes, but that doesn't seem too crazy. But what if it goes deeper? I see. What if Brad was actually in on it, too? Why would Brad want to go to the... Oh, right. Frankenfurter. Yes. What if he wanted to sneak off for a tryst with Frank, so he staged this weird trip to see Dr. Scott? That was weird. Then took the wrong fork, played right into the trap, tried to go to the castle alone. Ah, and then Janet ruined his plans because she wouldn't stay in the car. Exactly. I don't know. Sounds a bit far-fetched. Come on. Use your imagination. Just picture them in the car. I really won't stay. Maybe it's cold outside. There's simply no way. Maybe it's cold outside. I'm waiting to hear it. Comfortable station this wagon. Crappy car. It's a few miles that's pretty far. I have I know the shoes pinch your I've read this newspaper before. Bound to get I sore. hate this uncomfortable seat. And this makes the speech is such a damn bore. Can't you see I'm trying to score? Never come back. Maybe it's out there. The night is pitch black. It's gonna ruin your hair. Oh, I wish you knew how. You can stop talking now. You had your time. I hope you die inside a fire. So that's definitely one way it could have happened. But you don't actually believe that, do you? No, of course not. We just needed to give the cast a chance to do a huge costume change for the big flashy dance number. We even turned Dr. Scott's wheelchair into a sleigh. You realize that podcasts are generally an audio medium? Yep, I'm remembering that now. I'll be right back. 
I have to try and find a way to remove the hooves and a big red nose I glued to Rocky's. Face? Nope. Well, just don't turn him into a castrato, because we need him for the next scene. Worst case, we could always just dub him over. Wouldn't be the first time, am I right? (laughs) But seriously, folks, we'd love to give you a glimpse into a better world. One where all of the characters survived until Frankenfurter's annual Christmas party. Thank you so much for coming, and I hope you're enjoying the festivities. I think now it's time for the highlight of the evening, our Secret Santa gift exchange. We'll go alphabetically, so um, let's see. Brad, was it? Who drew Brad's name? Actually, that was me. Here you are, darling. Well, how about that? I can't wait to see what you might have... Ah, it's a telephone! Now, Janet, I appreciate the sentiment, but a phone's no good if you don't have anywhere to plug it in. Yes, well, I don't plan on leaving home again anytime soon. Come to that, Janet. Dr. Scott. Janet! Brad! Rocky! Janet. Dr. Scott. Janet! Brad! Rocky! Janet. Dr. Scott. Janet! Brad! Rocky! I actually drew your name, Janet. Merry Christmas! Oh, it's heavy. Oh, it's books? I'm afraid I was very concerned with your literacy level when you took my course. This is a set of children's encyclopedias that I thought may be good practice, assuming they aren't too advanced. (laughs) I'm serious. Can you read? This is such a funny coincidence, Dr. Scott, because I drew your name. And wait till you see my gift. Oh, Brad, how delightful. Well, let's see here. Tuesdays with Maury. I see. Have you read this? Oh, Dr. Scott, so inspiring. I'm ashamed to admit, but I cried. Like a baby? Yes, like a... Well, not quite, but... This actually explains a lot. If you're all quite finished, Columbia's next alphabetically, and fortunately for her, I drew her name. Ooh, it's the biggest one. And so beautiful with all the ribbons. Oh, Frankie, you shouldn't have. It's... It's empty? Oh, yes. Isn't it divine? I don't get it. What's the present? There's nothing here. Precisely. Don't you see? A truly obedient servant desires nothing, and you have received it in abundance. Well, at least it was a big nothing. (laughs) It was I who drew your name, Mr. Uh, um... Mr. the Criminologist is fine. Why, thank you, Mr. Ruff. It's, uh, why, this appears to be a stale donut. Yes. And you gave me this because? Yes. Well, thank you. This really is uh, quite a thing to have. Yes. 
And actually, I drew Eddie's name. I must tell you, my boy, that I did thorough research on you to determine the perfect gift. I cross-referenced multiple data sources and discovered that we share a common interest. We both enjoy collecting rare periodicals featuring motorbikes in the context of- Is it porn? <sighs> yes, it's porn. Fuck yeah! Rat back of the month! <sighs> oh, baby! Did you draw my name? And you've done this lovely drawing of you with your mummy and daddy. I must say, I look quite good. I'd put this on the fridge, but uh, it's a bit explicit, I suppose. Really more of a boudoir thing. <laughs> uh, Magenta, I pulled your name, and I just went ahead and got what you asked for. But I gotta say, I'm a little confused. Ah, perfect. Just the roasting pan I wanted. Yeah, yeah, but that sucker is huge. What's going in there? A bear? <laughs> I suppose you could say that. <laughs> I was fortunate enough to draw your name, brother dear. Aha! Uh -huh. <laughs> hey, man, are those like her panties? Don't be so scandalized. I'm only giving them back to him. Well, I suppose that only leaves Rocky. Unless I'm very much mistaken, Columbia must have drawn his name. I did. Um, here you go. It's an etiquette book because you seem to have trouble, you know, like with what fork to use or when to use a fork. Or how to use a fork. That reminds me. What's for dinner at this thing? Well, I thank you all for participating. Please continue to enjoy our hospitality. God bless us, everyone. That was just beautiful. It really warms my heart to see everyone putting their differences aside for one night. No matter how much they hate each other, no matter how terrible they all are inside, they still manage to come together to exchange gifts. Which reminds me, Kelly, I have a gift for you. Aw, you shouldn't have. It's the greatest gift of all. The gift of song. Oh god, you really shouldn't have. That's right. I'm finally going to bless you all with my famous cover of Kimmy and Ritz's Merry Christmas Baby. So is there not an actual gift, or...? Hit it, Dan! Just for me, then our song will.
the queerest thing I've ever seen. <laughs>